0: I have always loved Jesus, but um, I didn't like church. I didn't like to go to church, and also, I didn't
1: really understand the cross. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Rich, Rich Homeris.
2: And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Now, today, we'd like to introduce you to a Dutchman from Holland named Johan Skepp. Now that is the English version of the pronunciation. It's spelled S is in Sam, C-H-E, P is in Peter. Doesn't look too hard, but he would say Johann Schep. A little harder for us English speakers. Well, he shares his story of himself as an adventurous young man, but he felt caged in and he needed to be set free.
1: Now, Johan, uh, you have an um, interesting story of how the Lord has taken you to many spots around the, uh, the globe. You were uh, uh, born in Holland, and then one day your father put the whole family on a boat and sent you to uh, Brazil. Now, why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about what was going through your mind at that time, and uh, why Brazil? First of all, it's
0: a great honor to speak to you listeners, and uh, I hope we're going to have a wonderful time together. Uh, Yes, my name is Johan. I was born in Holland. I come from a farming family. And at the age of 11, my father decided, uh, I'm sure all my boys want to become farmers, so let's get a better country, a bigger one. That's what he thought. And uh, so we sold everything in Holland, the farm that we had. And uh, I found myself in 1963 on the way to Brazil. I was 11 years old and I still remember, I'm sure many of you also remember that, it was um, at that year when John F. Kennedy was killed. We were then in France. Afterwards, we crossed the ocean and came to Brazil and uh, travelled on to the south, to a state called Paraná, where we ended up in a Dutch, one of the Dutch colonies over there. And we built a farm. But to make a, a long story very short, after two years we returned and we nearly lost everything. There was many problems uh, with the family, sicknesses, but also there was problems um, uh, in the colony that had just been a takeover from government and there was a lot, of, um, a lot of problems. And we actually nearly lost everything and we returned to Holland when I was f- about 14 years of age.
2: Now that must have been very devastating after leaving a home and a farm that you had established in Holland. What was your spiritual background from when you were back in Holland and all the way through uh, Brazil?
0: Uh, my parents are uh, Dutch Reformed and uh, My father was uh, very, he's very devout uh, After every meal we read God's Word before the meal we pray and after the meal we pray and um, I always went to church and I remember once I had an operation It was in Brazil From my appendix and we lived in a very small house with only two bedrooms how many children eight children so you know one bedroom no bed we just slept on the floor you know when after the operation i uh, slept in the bedroom of my parents and i saw my father every night going on his knees and talk to god and that made a very deep impression on me and uh, i thank my god for my parents but as I shared, uh, at the age of 14 we returned to Holland and that was actually immigration because we had to start all over again. And also um, four of us were ill. It was a a yellow fever or something, something that had to we had to be separated from other people. We didn't have a home, we lived in two rooms and my father really was devastated what had happened to the family in such a short time. Mm. Uh, And at the age of 16 I started to work my father started a business, uh, we became a milkman, you know, the shop on the corner. And we had two coaches that went from door to door selling bread and milk and, and groceries. And I love that work because I love people. Mm-hmm. At the age of 18 I had to go into the army, but uh, because I had become the breadwinner of the family, I was uh, set free from the army. After that, as we continued to work together, my father and me, Uh, something devastating happened within our business. They built a big supermarket. And that meant that we lost a lot of clients. We lost also borrowed money, which was paid for goodwill of the business we bought. And that brought a lot of pressure. And actually, it was then, during that pressure, that I started to long for freedom. It was also, you know, the hippie period. uh, Woodstock, peace, flowers, freedom, happiness, you, you remember. But it was a problem with me because as I was the breadwinner of the family, I couldn't share this inner turmoil.
2: Can I ask you, where did God fit into all this in your life? Did you have that background faith or how did you feel about God or Jesus Christ at that time?
0: Well, I have always loved Jesus, but um, I didn't like church. Mm -hmm. I didn't like to go to church. And also, I didn't really understand the cross. I didn't understand why I have to go the rest of my life to church because you know Jesus died two thousand years ago he would have been dead anyway you know and the blood of Jesus I didn't understand it was in my head but not in my heart and if I could get away of it I wouldn't go to church but I had to go to church it was a golden rule but I do want to share that I ended up in a crisis at the age of 21 inside I longed to be free Outside, I had the responsibilities of making the money for the family. And inwardly, that started to break up, and I couldn't eat anymore, and I had to be operated of my stomach. I had an ulcer.
1: Wow. What a situation to find himself in. And we'll return to Johan's story to find out what happened to him in just a moment. So stay with us.
2: You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, that's one word, and Bobby is spelled with an I.com. Again, that's Connections with Rich and There, all of our podcasts are posted along with all of our contact information.
1: Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook post on Instagram or tweet us on Twitter.
2: Now let's return to Johan's story as he lay there in his bed in the hospital after undergoing surgery.
0: During my operation when I was lying in the hospital, there was a doctor who spoke to my father and said something like God made the birds but man make cages. Your son is born to be free. He's dying. A younger brother took over my job, and that crisis in my life actually was the key to freedom. And so after my stomach operation, I started to travel, and I ended up in Israel. And I was there only three weeks, then the war started. So from very close by, I saw the devastation of a war. I worked in a kibbutz, and later I worked in a cooperative village.
1: Johan, let me back up a little bit. When you think about going to Israel, a lot of folks go to Israel for religious purposes. Did you go to Israel for religious purposes? You you wanted to be free. You wanted to be set free. Why did you originally go to Israel?
0: Well, it was <laughs> a spiritual escape. I could share, you know, Pama, I'm going to Israel and, uh, you know, because I grew up always talking about, you know, listening about Jerusalem and Jericho and Bethlehem and so, I could work in a kibbutz, and I thought this is a good start, but I knew as soon as I'm gone, I'm gone for life. Because traveling is the key to freedom. Traveling is the answer to my life's questions. But you know what? I ended up in the desert. It was an Old Year's Eve. I remember it was 12 o'clock. I gave myself a hand. I said, Happy New Year, (laughs) Johan. And... uh, That as I was looking to the stars, I I realized there must be a maker. And then the question came deep within, can I get to know him personally? And it was a few days later, after I had built my hut in the desert, I wanted to live like Robinson Crusoe, that I met somebody and I was looking at the boats, I thought, wouldn't it be great to go and work on one of the boats? And then he said, He was from Holland as well. He said, you know, I've been twice around the world. Uh, I was working with the Marines, but there is no way out of the circle. Let me tell you what happened to me. He was a born Catholic. He said, I never read the Bible. We didn't even have a Bible in our home. But a month ago, somebody gave me a Bible. And then he said to me, I came to faith in the Lord Jesus. And when he mentioned the name of Jesus, I saw reality in his eyes. I saw I saw something very beautiful, and that one sentence stuck with me. Well, back to my hut, and that night I just wanted to decorate my hut. So I went through my backpack, I found a world map, and guess what? Under in my backpack, I found a small Bible that my parents had put there. And I started to read that Bible, and I looked at the life of Jesus, and I found him a super-hippie, you know, in my own language. But then later I came to the cross, and with the help of that sailor who told me, Johan, you're super-hippie, you put him on the cross. I said, why? I wasn't there. What are you talking about? He says, yes, by nature, you too are a sinner. And it is for sin that Jesus went all the way to the cross at the age of 33. In that desert I came to realization that if I wanted to change the world I needed to be changed. It came very close within my heart because I too, as all the people of the world that are born outside of paradise, I too am born a sinner. I too missed the mark and I too realized that Jesus Christ died for my sins on the cross. He gave his blood, he gave his body, he took my sin upon his shoulders, so that I could be forgiven. In that desert I came to the realization what it really meant for Jesus to go to the cross for me. That Jesus loves me and gave his life for me. And I confessed my sin. I said, Lord Jesus I agree with what you say that I am a sinner. And I thank you for dying for me on the cross. And something happened within. I was set free. You know, my focus was wrong. When you travel, you have to make a lot of decisions. Every day you have to make many decisions. And if you make a wrong decision, it can lead you really far astray. And there was a lot of invitations on drugs, on sex, on traveling, on... You know, this, that, and the other. And I had to make my own decisions. In that desert, I made one decision. I started to follow the right boss. My focus was on freedom. And that was wrong. My focus came to the right boss, who is the Good Shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what he did to me? He set me free from within. Because he took away my sin, gave me a new life, a new spirit. And, as the wise man, I went a different road from that moment on, because I looked at my friends and I saw them also as people that are guilty before God. And this is how the work in the desert started.
1: You'll have to join us again next time to find out about Johann's work in the desert. So be sure to join us then.
2: Yes, and be sure to spread the word by inviting others to join us for this exciting story of a Dutchman from Holland who has ended up in the desert in his little hut. Just point them to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word, and Bobby spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com.
1: You've been listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. It's free.
2: Now, if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there. You simply say, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. And you can connect with us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.
1: This is Connections, connecting with one another, as Romans 1, verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word.
2: And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.